Hey guys, welcome to Unveil. This is your girl, Lady Rose. So today's topic is January 6, 2021. Okay, so of course I had to take this opportunity and speak about it because I truly believe that the act of that day was more than just politics and it was more than just what they tried to claim to be god you know because i saw a lot of people with the flag of jesus which i was so dis in disbelief and so um <clears throat> disappointed that they did that including god in their evil ways so um i really wanted to talk about this because it's more than all that for me this is about race this is about power this is about taking their power back because you know after obama let's be honest everybody came roaring and trump made that okay and i want to talk about also that there is racism in this country and i'm going to explain to you guys about it a lot of people get so uncomfortable therefore i will do this on my own and i'm not only going to talk about my opinion but also i'm going to talk about biblical and history and all about it we can turn a blind eye to it because we've put it so much under the rug that it's surfacing back again and it's surfacing strong um so before I get started, I really have to say at first I was gloating when that happened because I knew that was going to happen. And I was like, yeah, I told you so. I told you so. Right. Because I did call it out I, before anybody won the election. I called it out. If anybody does anything, uh, a civil war, it's going to be in the Trump supporters. And I remember somebody trying to correct me like, no, it's going to be Black Lives Matter and Antifa because they hate Trump. And I was like, no, bro, they don't care for Trump. They just want justice for their people. You're the ones who are making it very political. And he was trying to get into another conversation. He went everywhere with the convo. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to walk away from this out of respect for God and you're out of respect for older people because he's older than me. So, but I knew that was going to happen. And then when that happened, I was like, you see? I knew it. I knew it. Right. So I wanted to talk about it at that time and gloat on it and, and, and be like, I told you so, but I felt God say that since I have, since I'm very outspoken, I have to be careful with my words. So like I said earlier, if you want to come evil, you have to do it with good now with evil with evil so i calmed down and i started doing a little digging in and yes i've called out q and on and proud boys which i do know another man how funny that is another man tried to correct me and say that well proud boys is run by a cuban slash black person and all this stuff and i'm like yeah i know I know my research there in that organization, there's brown and black people and also white. It's an organization of men who don't want women in power, who want to be kind of like law law enforcement. Because at first they were like, I'm for the law when the law was against the black movement. But now that uh, the law was trying to tell them, hey, you have to control yourselves. The Proud Boys turned on the law and started beating up law officers so that was kind of ironic right so it's miss it's mostly men trying to have control and power and those color people who are in it they're not the only ones who are for the white i know this sounds racist but it's i'm just giving you a bit of history okay so 
when the Europeans went to Africa and got uh, all these African women and men and children, they didn't have a lot of sources to know those lands and they didn't have the white, the right equipment of, um, of um, uh, guns and stuff like that because I don't know if you know your history about guns. They're not the way they, they used to be like they are now. They used to be so different. You have to upload in each bullet and blah, blah, blah. It took a while, right? So the thing about European people when they were trying to conquer other places and people, um, they're very strategic. They know what they're doing. And they know what to tell you so they could have confidence with you so you could have confidence in them and feel safe with them and then once you do that they also do a trading you know like um for me i i saw the history that how they went to africa and they did tradings with people from inside so they could gather more people for them and they did tradings that's how they conquered so many african americans they didn't do it on their own they had help from the inside and uh so those people saw benefit in helping the europeans because they were getting something in return now fast forward to now that's still happening to this day you see <clears throat> There's a lot of colored people, brown and black, who are for the white people because they see benefits in sticking with them. That they don't care if their own people are being uh, killed or being lied about. So they're for them because they see a reason to be for them. Not only to, uh, there's benefits like, hey, they have power, we want a little bit of that power. So that's why they stick with them. Um, not everybody though, but I'm talking about the Proud Boys and some people that I've seen that <clears throat> are for them. And so I do wanna clarify that. I know the organization is run by, um, who is being run by so um unfortunately that happens okay so back to now and all these white supremacists who went to that day they were for trump and they uh help funds for trump the thing about the racism that is going on in america it kind of like got in hibernation for a while because it wasn't okay to do that right supposedly so they put it under the rug and they were doing their dirty work uh, in the low some of them were badges and some of them were preachers and some of them were just regular people trying to discredit us in many type of ways telling us go back to mexico if you know your history people we're from here so anyways um so they were hibernating hibernating for so long that when trump started going after obama uh people were like yeah yeah, go after him. Little by little, they were rising up, rising up. And when Trump took office, he made it okay to hate. Trump made it okay for there to be division, to hate, and for them to keep that power. So his slogan of keep America great again is literally let's make America white again. And the reason why this white supremacist voted for him because they feel that they're superior to all of us and they fear that they're gonna get these lands stolen the way they stole our lands so that's why they're roaring right now that's why they're upset because their trump did not win they they are upset right that's all they're upset about they're not upset because they're prosecuting their people. They're not upset because, you know, they're throwing their people out. No, no, no. They're upset because their leader 
they made it okay for them to be the way they are is no longer there. But just because Trump is no longer there doesn't mean they're not going to continue Rome, right? So I'm painting you the picture of reality. And I'm sorry to bust your bubble. I'm not. So before I continue, I just really want to clarify. I'm not Republican. I am not Democrat. I am not liberal. I'm none the above. I work for God and God alone. I bow to God, not to no man. I follow God. I follow no man. I do God's work. I do not do no other people's man. So when people think that I'm going after the Republican Party a lot, there's a reason why. Because if you're claiming to be Christian, there's a responsibility for you to uphold a respect and honor. When I don't see people doing that, especially the Republican Party, half of them, not all of them, but half of them who do that use God for their purposes, that triggers something in me that I see and I don't like. Because they're not godly men. I don't care if you stand in front of a church. I don't care that you went to church two times out of those four years. You're not a godly man and I could see through that. Therefore, I'm not gonna be arguing for no man. God didn't call me for that. So when I go on and talk about Republicans, I'm literally talking about the Pharisees. I'm not talking about every single one of them. I'm talking about the Pharisees who turn a blind eye to evil just so they could feel protected because their source is man. For me, my source is God. The world can be burning. The world can be so corrupted. Has it like it always been? Nothing new there. But I know who my God and where I put my trust in. Therefore, I don't depend on a person, like I've said in my uh, last episodes. I don't depend on men. I depend on God. I don't care how the world is. I know where my peace lies, and that's because God protects me. Right? But these Pharisees who are so Republican and so for Trump and fighting and arguing for him, they depend on him. And that is, you're saying evil is okay. And, and like it says in 2 Timothy 3, 1, all the way to 9, it literally explains how the world's going to be in the end of days. The good is bad and bad is good. And the crazy part that a lot of people miss in the end is talking about Christians. It's talking about the church. And it literally says, stay away from those type of people, right? And like, before I keep continue going up, when I'm going to go back about uh, racism, I really want to say... A lot of people think that, oh, look at the world around. It's so corrupted. Jesus is coming. Wrong. The world's always been corrupted. You need to be looking at the church because when the church starts getting cold, that's when Jesus is, Jesus is coming. Few are going to be prophesying, like Peter said, but many are going to start getting cold. That's when you know Jesus is coming. You have to be looking at the church, not the world. The world's already corrupted, like I said right now. So there's nothing, nothing new right there. Okay, so back to racism. So these people are so, um, ex they know exactly what they're doing because they've been doing it for the beginning of time. If you know the, the, the monarchies of England and even Scotland, even Ireland, they have a sense of power that they want to have and continue to have. Like if you know about the old times when they started to become kings, kings used to have so much power and control that if one of one of them, one of the brothers was not a king, he will kill the oldest brother so he can become king. He will also kill his own children so they can become king. It's all about power, right? 
among themselves. It's about who has the control and the power. Now, when they started moving in on us, for example, when they started moving on the uh, uh, West South in Mexico, the French and the Spaniards, they're trying to take over us and control us. It was about power. Now, when uh, Britain started coming from the east side to New York and all those places, Massachusetts and all that places, they started to see that, hey, let's trick these Native Americans, pretend that we're good, and then when we have their confidence, let's turn on them. And that's exactly what they did. If you do not believe in what I believe in, then you're going to get hanged. You're going to get raped. You're going to get killed. They put children on camps and, and started to make them speak English and started to believe for, in their God. And if they didn't, they would literally cut a finger off. They would rape the little girls and they would do anything to them. The parents could not visit their children. Once they got the confidence of the Native Americans, this is what they did to them. And that's what they're doing till this now. It's because of control. Now, regarding African-American people, they have a sense of... They, I feel like they see them as savages, as this is truly racism. Like, they enslaved them for so long. I believe it's 400 years. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's okay if you correct me. You know, If you're right, I totally accept the correction. But if you're wrong, you got something else coming. But anyways, if I, I believe it's 400 years that they had them for slavery. And of course, these Europeans well, let's just call them who they are now, white people have more money because they had a head of a game. They had people working for them for free, sick or not, for free for 400 years. So of course they're ahead of us. Of course they have more power and more money than us, right? Um, so that's why they have this hate that I know even though the, the slavery was uh, abolished, abolished, they still hated them. They still didn't let them vote. They still mistreated them. They still, when the black community tried to rise up, they would burn their places, their cities down because they didn't want to rise up. Next thing you know, they started lynching them. There was segregation. They didn't want to be associated with him. They didn't want to sit down next to them until um, the 1970s and six, the 60s and 70s. They were fighting for their rights. They would put the dogs on them. They were beat them up because they wanted just to be, have the same rights as everybody as the white people do. That's all they wanted, right? But they wouldn't allow that. Now, fast forward to the eighties, that's when everything started, you know, hey, you can be racist, right? So they, deep down inside, it, they were still racist, but they had to keep it in the low. So they started wearing badges. Well, they've always worn badges, right? Because if you know the history of the, um, the cops, um, it's always been white. It started changing in the 80s, 1980s, that more black people started joining in, like like 1%, right? Until uh, uh, 2000, more brown and more black started to, you know, come into the picture in um, our police communities. But it took so long for them to let them in because they knew that if they did, would they comply with us in our ways? You know what I mean? So, um but they have been beaten and they use their power. 
their badges to do that to the black community and also to the brown community. Um, they they mistreat us. I remember my dad getting pulled over for no reason. The cops were just, you know, looking through his car and they did damages. And because I was there and I was my dad just said, just stay calm, stay quiet. You know what I mean? He like literally like if they had I saw these cops like if they had so much power, they, they enjoyed it. Right. And so uh, they let us go, right? But everything was just like, my dad just had to take it. He just got pulled over just because he's brown. That's it. That's it. He didn't do nothing wrong, right? But the racism of having the power and knowing that you're nothing, you're beneath me, they took advantage of that. So that's why I, I, I still see it to this day. But and, and, and I get it. The white community have this, well, not all of them anymore. They're kind of being... I kind of want to say 50-50, but still don't know the percentage of it. But I know it's not everybody now. Now it's just those white Nazis that went marching in there. Um, they have this sense of, we own this place and you don't tell us nothing. And the moment you try to tell us something or try to go up against us, we will devour you and we will convince everybody else to be against you. And that's exactly what they did, right? And that's why I feel that a lot of people don't understand that, that they have so much power over you guys that you don't even see it. And that's what's more mind-blowing. You excuse it. Like for another example, that if you're not light-skinned, you're not pretty enough. If you don't have blue eyes or blonde hair, you're not pretty enough. That's how much power they have, the white community. They made, and also they made Christianity so white that if you're against anti-race, uh, uh, white races, that you're anti-God. Isn't my, it, haven't you guys seen that? That if you are against white people, you are against God. They made Christianity so white. Like Jesus is not white. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't even matter, actually. He's not black either. He's brown. He's from the Middle East, so they're brown over there. So let's just, I'm not trying to get into that subject, but what I'm trying to say is everything they do, it's for their benefit because they want power. They love to be superior to everybody and that they will let you think, especially the color people, that if you're not with them, then you're wrong. That's how much power they have. And I've seen a lot of colored people and mostly men that they're for that. And that for me, that was more mind blowing, right? And I think Trump knew that. And I think he, he, he took pleasure in what they did. That's why he stayed quiet all those hours without saying nothing. Cause he's the one that wild them up. I don't know if you guys saw uh, the clips, him and his family. And when they were doing the speeches, they were like, say, let's take this for power. We cannot lose. Da, 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 da. He made it happen. And he took all the he I bet he was like, yes, I have these people under my under my hand. Like I have them controlled. Right. So I think he took pleasure out of it. And the one thing I know is that God let that happen for a reason. And that is to expose that there's still racism in here and to expose the Pharisees from inside the church, that they're for that instead of being against evil, they're for it. So I'm glad that God let Trump be in office. At first I was hating it, right? But I wasn't seeing the big picture because the big picture is Trump made it okay to be that way. So now we could all see 
because I was seeing it through the spiritual. I was seeing through his spirit. He was evil, right? But nobody is spiritual. Not everybody's spiritual. Everybody sees physical. So I'm glad that God let him be there so he could expose physically the Pharisees and also racism. Now you know that they're real and they're out there. And I have a feeling that if we're not careful, they're going to try to do something to the, for, to the next president that's coming up, especially the vice president, because she's a woman and she's half black. Mock my words. Hopefully not. I'm going to be praying against it. But anyways, um, a lot of people right now are talking about um, the Republican Party. I feel bad for them because not all of them are that way. Some of them are against what they did, but most of them are not. They try to fight back and saying, well, you know, it's okay they did that because the Black Lives Matters did that. Okay, number one, you were opposing the Black Lives Matter. So now what? You're being a hypocrite? Now you're trying to excuse it? That makes you a hypocrite. Just because now your party's doing it, it's okay now? No, two wrongs don't make a right. I personally feel that the Black Lives Matter did so good in the beginning, but it started to go wrong when they started vandalizing that they hurt the purpose. Those kids who were vandalizing, stealing, and I, I believe they murdered some, some people, they, uh, they killed the purpose. And they, they, the media was focusing on them so much that the movement didn't have so much of power of a cause anymore. They were losing the cause. So they affected the movement not, uh, in such a bad way that it, it discredited the, the purpose of it all. And I was not for that. I think that they should have had they should have done they shouldn't have done that at all right um just stick to the peace because you overcome good with evil not evil with evil you just don't go well with that so i never a lot of people try to come at me and be like well where was the war the uproar when they were doing that i wasn't saying anything because i'm not part of that movement i was for them but i never went marching so i can i i you know what I mean? I didn't know why it went that way. So, you know, I don't have those words, but I, I am for the black movement that you need to stop killing them. A, an innocent child got killed just because he had a toy. A kid got killed just because he was jogging. A, a, a black man can get killed uh, just because he did a taillight or because he was just standing there and he got choked out. You know, they get killed for dumb reasons. And they should not be taking the lives of those people. Then if you cannot see that and you're trying to justify it, then you're racist. Plain and simple. No, what does the Bible say about hatred? The Bible clearly says if you hate your neighbor, you are a murderer. What does the Bible say about murders? You will not enter the kingdom of God. That's, a, that's, that's not right in God's eyes. That's an abomination. When you hate your brother... I've been talking about love and I've been talking about this past couple of days. I've been talking about it because I want to people to know that this is not God. Especially when you're claiming to be a church person, please stop claiming you're a church person if you're for killing an innocent person and trying to justify it just because they wear a badge. Guess what? There's racist people that wear badges and they don't give a damn. And you defending them is a disgrace to the kingdom of God because you're saying it's okay to kill. I'm for cops. I have families and friends who are cops, but they're not that way. They believe in justice. They know that that was wrong, but they don't, they, they are so like, they do their job because they love what they do, but they don't take advantage of their, of their title. 
But the people that do should not be praised and should not be excused. Plain and simple, that's racism. And I did say before, there's racism inside the church. Like I said right now in a little bit, the, the, these white races have made Christ and, and, the, and, and the Christianity so white that if you're against any type of right, uh, racism, then the, you're against God. Please, people, let me just tell you right now, God created black, God created brown, God created uh, white, and he said it was beautiful. You know who created it and said it was wrong? It's the white people. They decided that they are superior to us, they're the chosen ones, and that's why they try to belittle us. That's why they try to control us. Sometimes I wish, they, I, sometimes I think that they wish they were still slave owners. It would just be more easier for them than to handle these savages who are rapists and killers and blah, blah, blah. They're talking about your own raza, man, and you're for that? Are you serious? So anyways so yes there's still racism it's not about politics it's not about god it's about these people dividing our our country and the crazy part is about january 6 2021 the world was watching and now they know our weakness they were so divided that we have a weak house let me give you an example what hits harder a close, tight fist or an open hand. We're so divided that we don't even see it. We're so divided that we don't see eye to eye. We do not have no understanding towards each other. No, it's my side. You're wrong. Oh no, you're, you're in my side. You're wrong. It's all about me. We're right. You're wrong. It's all about that right now. It's, about, it's, it's high school stuff right now. The, I, I, the, when I saw that day, I also saw the lack of wisdom that is out there, that it's okay to divide each other. It's okay to hate each other. It's all, it's all because of a man who made that okay, and that was Trump. He said, it's okay. Fight. Divide. He's such a great dictator that he knew how to manipulate people. But since, since I'm not Democrat, since I'm not Republican, since I'm not liberal, I could see outside the box and I could see everything that is happening right now that everybody's so divided that they don't see eye to eye in any way. There's no compassion like the Bible says to have. There's no understanding like the Bible says to have. There's no love like the Bible says to have. The Bible says, through love, they will know you are my disciples. It does not say through politics. It does not say through race. It does not say about if you agree with me or not. It does not say through that. It says through love. And it's kind of like we're throwing that outside. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. And we're arguing so much that we just don't see eye to eye. And, it, it's, and I know that this is, this is something that has to happen, but it sucks to watch right in front of our eyes. And honestly, the only way, the only way anything can change is if the church starts changing. And again, I'm going to go back to the church because I truly believe the church has so much responsibility regarding what the world is going through right now because we're the ones that affect the kingdom of God. We're the ones that could cry out to God so he could open the heavens. But because we have become so prideful and so arrogant in our political points of views that we don't do that. 
We don't humble ourselves to understand other people. Hey, maybe I'm wrong on this. Let me hear what you have to say. Please tell me how you think. Maybe we could work something out. No, there's none of that. There's I'm right and this is why I'm right. And then they start throwing you a bunch of stuff. The only way we could stop racism is through love. The only way we could show love is if we get more in the spirit. Because I truly believe that the church has a lot in this. Because we made it okay that it's okay to be racist. That that's roaming around. But if we would have just literally stood up to all that, from the very beginning when we started getting you know into the spirit, I believe the breakthrough was in the in the 70s. They called it the Great uh, Revival. That we could have stopped it. We could have stopped it among with Martin Luther King and all those movements. We could have stopped it. I remember seeing priests and, and, and church-going church, church people in those marches. It, it was going good. We were breaking that curses of, and those spirits of, of hatred, of racism. But I don't know what happened that it just stopped. It just stopped and they went... It just, they put it under the rug and it was never solved. But the only way that we can make, have a change in this country is through this. In 2 Chronicles 7, 14, if my people, is talking to the church, to God's children, if my people will humble themselves, I will heal their lands. But are we being humble? That's the only way we can make a change in this country. It's through love. It's through understanding each other. It's through humbleness. The more you hold on to your pride, the more you hold on to your arrogant uh, political views, nothing's gonna change. It really isn't. But if you truly wanna change, we have to do it God's way. And that's through love. Because this is getting out of hand and whoever has children right now, if we don't stop this, your children are going to, get, are going to go through this and it's going to get worse. So I'm telling you, only through love, this could all stop. But we will not find love if we don't find humbleness. Humbleness and understanding. Humbleness that we are all creations of God that we should stick together, that our fight is not against uh, flesh and bones, but our fight is literally against darkness principalities. It's a spiritual fight, not a physical fight. We need to start fighting each other. We need to just stop all that. We need to start understanding and say, we are all created by God. Therefore, you are my sister. Therefore, you are my brother. I have nothing against you. Just because we don't agree in certain things doesn't mean I have to hate you. That's not God's way. That's the devil's way. Right now, the devil is having a field day in what's going on right now. This is the devil's playground right now. And I'm seeing it. And that's why I'm against it. I'm against hatred. I'm against division. That is not godly. We need to do it lo the loving way. That's the only way if we make love to rule and stop hating each other, stop being against each other, and start respecting each other. 
What happened to respecting? What happened to understanding? What happened to accepting that, hey, okay, you're not Democrat, okay, cool. You're not Republican, okay, cool. More power to you, man. But why are you fighting for two candidates that don't give a damn about you? Like, honestly, they don't even know you. They just care, they only know you when you place your votes. Like, honestly. Like, I'm gonna say this because a lot of people would, would tell me this about Trump. Now I want to give this advice back to those people. Now that Biden's president, just pray for your president. That's what the Bible says. Just pray for your leaders. But the Bible does not say worship your leaders. The Bible does not say to fight for your leaders. The Bible does not say to cause division for your leaders. The Bible just clearly says for political views, just pray for your leaders. That's it. Leave it alone. Let God be God. Okay, guys, I am going to leave you with, I was just going to leave you with one, but I'm going to leave you with two. So the first one is in Proverbs 16, 7, when a man's ways pleases the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Are you that peace? Are you walking with Christ like that? That even your enemies are at peace with you? Or are you causing corruption and division? And another one that I want to leave you with is 1 Corinthians 13, 4-5. Love. This is the definition of God's love, type of love. And it says, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wrongdoing. So I'm going to say that again. Love is patient, kind, not jealous, not boastful, not proud, not rude. It demands, it does not demand its own ways and it keeps no record of wrongdoings from anyone. That's the type of love God wants us to walk in this earth in. If you're not walking in that type of love, then you need to stop yourself and correct yourself. Because this is not about politics. This is not about anything else. We need to stop racism. And this is the only way to stop it. Through God's love. Come on, church people. You have to give an amen to that. I know it's a hard pill to swallow, but come on, I know you can do it. It's time to defeat this dark ways. It is our duty. All right, guys, this is it. This is your girl, Lady Rose. Stay blessed. And I am out.